Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Everyday Bubbly with Taylor and Allegra. We are so happy to have you as always. Um, we've got a little bit of a different episode this week, <laughs> but I'm so excited for it. First of all, we're recording remotely, which like, I don't know if you guys know this, but we are always together for recording. That's what makes it so fun. And But we have some extenuating circumstances this week <laughs> where like getting together just like was not in the card for us so yeah to kick off so that story Allie, what are we uh what are we drinking this week so um i'm drinking water with liquid iv it's been a rough few days since we got back from orlando i did test positive for covid the the mouse in disney world got me good Got you um, good. So I've just been focused on hydrating and getting electrolytes and getting back to 100%. Yeah, so. I am drinking a little surprise here with our, our Disney Ooh. World mug. Um, but I've been drinking ginger beer at this point because I feel like ginger is just so good for your tummy. And this is the first day, honestly, that I've been hungry since we've gotten back from Disney because... I was right before you on the sickness train, maybe like one car ahead of you if this was an actual train. And it's been a rough weekend and I just, I'm still yeah. recovering. Food doesn't still seem recovering. appealing in the slightest. Yeah, luckily I didn't lose my appetite. Actually, luckily or unluckily, like I feel like the only benefit of being sick is that you sometimes like aren't hungry and you yeah. come out of it looking better <laughs> on the on the other side. But I have not lost my appetite, but I have had a tough time with like tasting things because of how congested I've been. So that's kind of played a factor. A lot of soups this week. A lot, a lot of, of soups this week. We are going to make more soup actually, I think for dinner tonight because we're just, like, Nick is still, still not feeling a hundred percent. So I think he's probably on the same, same stop of the train as you are. Yeah. Luckily, Adam has just been flying high this whole week <laughs> doing so well he's like been working he's been going to the gym he's been running all the errands for us so thank god though that it wasn't both of us because i mean our house is still like looking pretty clean like he's been cleaning and taking care of everything while i've just been like a sloth in bed so yeah honestly this made me think like kudos to all the parents out there who like are sick and have to take care of children because our sick, poor dog yeah. like did not and also it was like 12 degrees outside but like ash was not going on walks we were doing backyard days because i was like i physically cannot walk around the block right now so no. sorry pup i'm actually glad like if getting sick was gonna overlay with weather that it was really crappy outside and cold because it just like all the more reason to like stay in bed all snuggly and cozy and like the dogs jelly like would not leave my side like she has just Aww. been like glued to me she didn't even like go and eat breakfast the other day she just was like concerned that i was like Aww, on my deathbed so. <laughs> do your dogs like super miss you when you're leaving like izzy my cat has not left my side especially at night she like has not stopped sleeping next to me and i know that she misses me when i'm not here because she does this every single time i leave oh um, I can kind of tell that the dogs do that, but they just, I don't know. I think Chico more than anyone is like super, super happy when we picked him up 
and I feel bad because we're about to go out of town again. I'm like, okay, here you go. Mm, You're... See you, Chico. <laughs> see ya. Um, but no, they're not as clingy as, as that. They just, mm. I think they can just tell that I haven't been feeling well. And so they've mm-hmm. been staying close to my side. Oh, God. One second. My headphones just... I keep trying to adjust my headphones and it just keeps turning on Spotify. I think I need to close Spotify. Give me a second. Yikes. Sorry, yeah, listeners. Okay, we're good. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think we like alluded to this. Oh, actually, before we get into the content, I like got so distracted by my Spotify popping in. Um, what are we, and I think like this is a hard one this week, but what are we cheersing to this week with our uh, liquid IV and ginger beer? Come up with a cheers because I'm like, the vacation ended. Oh my camp! Did my camera? Oh, okay. Vacation ended, and I got sick, and I was like, "There hasn't been a lot of a bright side." But actually, like what we posted earlier today on social, that was like, "Every day is not a good day, but there is something good in every day," and that's what I tried to like focus on with the cheers. Um, and so my cheers of the week is that. <clears throat> Because of our trip, Adam has been like, hey, like, I want to watch every Star Wars movie in order. Really? So I've gotten to take him. We are two movies in. Trying to get through, I'm trying to get through the the terrible prequel trilogies as fast as possible because those are definitely the hardest to watch. And then I've never seen the, the Nick won't make me watch the prequel. I think he knows that my grasp on Star Wars is tenuous at best, anyways. And he's like, we're just going to skip all of these because you were going to be out if we watched them just had to get through them he wanted to watch all of them but we're about to be to the originals and then the new ones so that's my cheers wait that's so fun had he seen them before or is this his first time he has seen a few of them he hasn't seen the new ones he's seen um i think some of the original maybe some of the prequel i have to ask i'll have to ask him but I mean, when we were watching the other ones, he's like, "Wait, what's this? Who is this person?" So I was. But I love that for you. Background. So, I mean, you explaining. literally have Star Wars tattoos, so like, yeah. it was just a matter of time before he had to come around. And I love that yeah, going I think to him Disney seeing, like, it. Yeah, and him being in Galaxy's Edge definitely did because he's like, "Is this where we were?" I was like, "No, this isn't where we were. It's coming <laughs> in a. It'll be in a future movie." <laughs> That's so cute. I love that. What about you? What are you uh, my to? cheers is today actually yesterday but like really today is the first day that i felt 110 percent better like oh, i feel like the cheers. sickness like really got its claws into me over the weekend but today i like i went to pilates class today and i think i maybe this, this is just me maybe i'm the only one who thought this i thought pilates like wasn't that hard that it was like yoga light that like yoga was harder than Pilates. I don't know. I've been doing yoga a long time. <laughs> Pilates is so fucking hard. like no. Why is nobody talking about how hard Pilates is? It's so hard. Oh um, and that's my cheers. Is that I went to Pilates and were I only shaking? had to take. I was literally shaking. I like there were things happening. I was like, I'm just gonna. We were like doing this like plank series or something. And I was like, I'm just gonna do my plank and I'm not moving on this reformer. Like I I can't I can't do it. And yeah. I felt really proud of myself that I only took a few breaks when everybody else was just, pa- I was like struggling, which was very hard, hard for me. I'm not used to being bad at things uh, and especially, especially bad if at you're, like, you're coming off being sick. You're probably still feeling 
maybe a little bit of weakness too yeah like like, your body most definitely am so it was i don't know it was just fun to get to do some pilates today um but that's my cheers is that i got the pilates membership for christmas my parents paid for pilates membership for six months for christmas and it's just been like a nice different way of working out so i've been really enjoying it i know i've been when i get back from my next trip i want to look at going to a class with you and seeing what's there because my orange theory membership just renewed today it was uh, finished with the hold and i'm like dang it like I need to cancel that. I thought that was an out for you. I thought we talked about know, Orange Theory being an but out. I didn't realize it was re-upping so quickly. <laughs> so you have another month left? And the request to cancel um, today or tomorrow. So then it will, this will be the last month. Of gotcha. It. Nice. Yep. But yeah, that's my cheers. So let's, we'll do a virtual cheers to Clink. our... Clink. <laughs> to our cheers of the week and actually like i love i chose this mug for the people who are watching on youtube or actually maybe if you're seeing this on spotify i think like i never watch podcasts on spotify but you do you um i was so excited about this new mug i got when we were in disney and that's what we wanted to talk about today is all things disney, disney. and how much fun ali had there for her first time as an it adult was so much fun i, I think i said good I was just saying, like, I've been thinking so much about it. I'm still, like, on the Disney Reddit, and I'm seeing, like, other people, and I'm like, oh, I'm so jealous that they're there, (laughs) and I'm not there anymore. (laughs) That's so funny. I remember saying on last week's episode was that, like, I was so excited to, like, see you at Disney and, like, experience all of your first reactions, and I want to say that it fully lived up to my expectations. Your (laughs) expectations lived up to my expectations. (laughs) It was so fun just, like, getting to watch you, like, experience rides for the first time or when things I knew were going to show up in a ride or, like, a show that we were doing. Like, I'm thinking specifically, we went to A Bug's Life, which is, like, a little 3D, (laughs) 4D um, experience for children, for, like, true, like, small children. I don't understand how. (laughs) I don't understand because it was And your reaction at the end of it was so funny when, like, little bugs come under your seats um but yeah I just went to you were saying that you've been thinking about it so like what was what were your expectations and like what was your actual reality of it expectations versus reality yeah um so expectations like I knew that there were I do have like some of the rides I didn't know of all of them and so there was a bunch of rides that we did um that I wasn't aware of that I really enjoyed Um, Also, the number of rides that we went on each day, like I was not expecting that. Um, We were, we would go, we've had pretty much like nine hour, 10 hour, on some days, 12 hour days at the park. And it never felt like a lot. Like it it did feel like a lot of walking. um, And at the end of the night, like it was so nice to be like in bed at the end of it all. But it was it was fun. And it was like, I, even the times when we were just like waiting in line, like didn't feel like an hour of just waiting in line, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think like the reality of it, like I thought we were going to spend way more time waiting in lines. And I think it was a good mix of like some of the bigger rides. Yes. There's a line we did utilize like the fast pass 
on a couple of days, um, which I think helped at the parks that had rides with longer lines. Um, but there's just like a whole environment. People are like so nice at Disney. Like Adam pointed out, like there's like everyone's like picking up their trash or like picking up things on the ground. And I'm like, it's not like you're your fiesta texas parks you know <laughs> and even yeah. like when we went to schlitterbahn over the summer like we were there for a full day and we rode like three rides because of how long the lines were that's insane so to me. for me being like we were there for like almost the same amount of time and we rode nine and some of them we rode multiple times like that was just was not expecting that yeah i was so excited to like hear that you had such a good time especially because the first time I went to Disney as an adult, and I mean, we thought about naming this episode, who knows what we'll actually name it, but like thought about naming this episode, like cheers to inner child healing. But like, yeah. that's really what it is. It like lets your inner child come out. Cause I remember the first time I was going, I was like, as an adult, who is going to Disney World? Like respectfully, like you are a live, laugh, love girly. If you are going to Disney World in your thirties, like there is something wrong with you. And then I went and I was like, okay then I went back a second time I was like okay actually wait this is like kind of fun yeah. I'm like enjoying it and, and there's I like a little like... bit of like magic in in it you know like like how some of the effects and the history of the park like we've been watching more of those behind the attraction episodes on Disney plus and like seeing things that I didn't realize and so it almost is like oh I want to go back on that ride and like see if I can like see these things like that are that they're pointing out yeah um, it's just like so much more immersive like you're saying than like a six flags or something like that and i think that because it's immersive there's like the disney brand and again i was like a disney hater the disney brand is created to make sure you're having an amazing time like everything from the line structure to like the rides like every single part about it is just making sure that you're having the best time possible and I yeah. really respect that. I feel like other things, like the ride itself is the only attraction, not the food, not the like environment around you, like not the entrance, but like literally just the ride. Like you're here for the ride and nothing else. And I think Disney does a really great job of making it about everything. what you're experiencing when you're waiting in line. Like that's something that, you know, we pointed out to each other multiple times when you're like in line for the seven dwarves ride and it's like there's like these interactive things or that big thunder roller coaster and there's things you can like do while you're waiting in line the only thing is if they could have like a bar like while you're waiting in line that would be, <laughs> that would be literally the best so actually speaking of bar so one of the things that we <laughs> prioritize while we were there was drinking around the world and i didn't oh finish God. it i didn't accomplish all 11 countries but you and yeah. adam did we knocked and i want to know what how you would rank your country drinking experiences like who is your top Ooh. favorite countries and which ones are your least favorite countries to drink italy, italy um the wine in italy was amazing uh germany was a sneaker mm. um i wasn't surprised that germany was up there for adam um just because of the beer but i got a really good dry riesling that i kept thinking about while i was there um france Good. France was my I mean, favorite. Yeah. Champagne. You hear your big ass thing of champagne <laughs> yeah. that you got. We posted that earlier this week that our picture of us <laughs> in France drinking. And people probably think that I have like 
a tumbler of beer or something. No, they gave me a 10 ounce pour of champagne. Yeah. And I was like, if this is an option, and he filled I'm, it to I'm the top. It. And he was like top. pouring it, pouring it, and it just was going up, 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 up. And then I got like a dry wine, and he's like, three ounces. That's what you get. I'm like, <laughs> that was where's my option to up, upgrade mine? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Japan, I got sake. That would probably be like number three for me. Four would be Mexico. Um, the margarita I got was pretty good there. And then... I'm looking at my list. Five would be the UK. They didn't have any mm. wine. <clears throat> so I went with a cider, Strongbow cider, um, which was really good because I got that with lunch because we got fish and chips for lunch. And so like that helped wash all of that down. And then, oh, China's was really good too. China's, I got a cocktail, the Kung Fu Punch. Um, yeah, and like- then the ones, the ones at the bottom, <clears throat> Canada's. Canada's ice wine. No, thank you. Too sweet. Too sweet. Um, Morocco's white wine sangria. Too sweet. Too. It was too much. And then Norway. Um, I split a beer with Adam. In America, I didn't even. I didn't get anything in the America area because I was like, everything I'm drinking is literally American. Outside of these drinks, is American wine. And I think we did a really good thing, I think, with uh, drinking around the world when we were trying to plan this with Nick. He's like, people always start in like Mexico or Canada and you just work your way around through all the countries. But we kind of did it over like two days where we like would go to a country, would leave for a little bit, would go to a country, like bop around. And I think if we had, because we ran, Nick and I ran into some people on the first night that we were there because you guys came the next day. And they were litty titty. Like they had been drinking around the world. And I was like, if you're drinking 12 drinks in a row doing nothing else, A, you're not experiencing the park. You're just at a bar. You're on a bar crawl. You're at a really expensive bar crawl. Oh, yeah. And B, you're like getting fucked up. So it was nice no, to like, have a little bit of both. I would agree. It was nice to do both. Like we did some rides, then we had some drinks, and then we did some rides, and then we went back and we had meals there and did some more. But yeah, we did it over three days because we went to like Mexico and Norway um the first night we were there and then the second day was like most of the drinking but then the third we went back <clears throat> to Italy for dinner Adam and I did and we finished Italy Japan in America while we were yeah, there. and that was also so. our heaviest walking day I was looking at my phone and we walked like 25 28 but I can imagine steps. like if you were if I was there for like a week, like I know there's other good like evening restaurants around the Disney parks, but like I could a hundred percent go and have every dinner in a different country. Oh, a hundred and ten percent. Because the food That's is so why, good. Honestly, Epcot is my favorite park, and I like wanted to know what yours was. So, like, it's yours yeah. too. Like I just yeah. think it's so cool to like they do such a good job of having people from those countries working in those countries Mm -hmm. so you're getting a very authentic experience and the food is fucking amazing like we had food in japan and again you said it was the best sushi right literally the best sushi i've ever had and like for the listeners if you've not been to disney and you're still listening like a bless you because you must be really interested in this because it's it's honestly like i hope that we've piqued your interest and that you were eating this up because like it's worth it it's worth going Go to Epcot alone. Just go to Epcot and have a day of eating and drinking and like 
have your really expensive bar crawl and you won't regret it. What I was learning and experiencing is like, there is Disneyland in California and Disneyland has two parks. One of them is very similar to Magic Kingdom. One of them is like, they call it Disney California Adventure, which has like Pixar stuff and et cetera. More like Hollywood Studios, I guess. But they don't have anything like Epcot. So Epcot is like truly very special to Disney World in Florida. And it was like my favorite part of the experience, I think. I also think it's the most uh, like fully adult part of the entire place. Like all four Disney parks. I think that like Epcot is truly so adult. Yeah. Which is fun. I would agree. There's not like as many kids. And if they were, they were like pretty well behaved. Yeah. Um, What were your favorite rides in all four Um, parts like it doesn't have to be just in epcot or just in magic kingdom so i actually made a list (laughs) i took took all the rides that we did and i ordered them from one through 30 which is crazy that wow we we did did 30 30. rides yeah um so my top i'll do my top five first one is guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind i just cannot get enough of that could not i mean i'm sad we only got to write it twice i want to write it six times and get all six different songs i love that um second one is tron third is the everest ride oh yeah i don't know what's the actual name of that one expedition everest expedition everest and then four is tower of terror and five was rise of the resistance wow I feel like I'm not super surprised by that list, actually. I've never ridden Tower of Terror because I'm terrified, and I rode the one in Disneyland Paris, and it You're like, underline the word terror. Yeah, literally, terror, exclamation point, exclamation point. Like, could... I'm pretty sure I blacked out on that ride. I was trying to think about that earlier today. I was like, what was that even like? I think I blacked out the entire thing. It was so scary. That's awesome. What would you, so you said that Epcot was your favorite park and then those are your favorite rides. I think it's so interesting that like your favorite park only had one of your top five favorite rides, which I think is just like speaks to how good the rest of Epcot is. I know. Well, and it's hard because like as such a big Star Wars fan, I think a lot of people would expect me to say that Hollywood Studios where Galaxy's Edge is would have been my favorite park. But no, I think when it came down to if I like was going through Disney and I could only go for one day, I'd go to Epcot. Go to Epcot. <laughs> so, um, but I think that's that's the beauty of the parks is that they all have something different for everyone. Like Animal Kingdom, like, um, you know, Expedition Everest is up there. I just loved also like the um, Pandora avatar part of the park just walking through it felt like so like you're in a different world and then of course the animals like being able to see them like outside of our hotel was really cool as well and then you've got hollywood studios which has like obviously all the gal the star wars stuff that i was like a super big fan of magic kingdom just has that quintessential like nostalgia and fantasy and it's the original like based off the original park you know and then epcot Food, wine, that. countries, culture. Food, wine, country, culture. That's all That's all and I care space. about. In <laughs> space. That honestly was one of my favorite, and not that it was a ride um, per se, but 
Ali and I went to space while we were in Epcot. Uh, there's a specialty restaurant <laughs> called Space 220 where they shoot you 220 miles into the sky and you are eating in a space station overlooking planet Earth. And truly so one of cool. the coolest meals I've ever had in my and life. And a really like, I good think meal awesome. too. Yeah, like, like it was really... just a good food. Yeah. The cocktails were good. And honestly, I think that's one of my favorite things about Disney. And again, when I was a Disney hater, I was like, oh, like it's theme park food. I don't like theme park food. I'm unlike you. I'm not a corn dog girly. Um, but the food in Disney, I think is truly so good. Like even if you're getting like something super quick, like I got tater tots, but they were covered in bratwurst and like cheese and sauerkraut. So it was like an Yum. interesting take on just tots. I had an amazing burger or like getting to eat authentic Japanese sushi. Like the food in Disney is truly unlike any other theme park yeah, food, I think. It was so good. And it's funny. I actually didn't get a, a an actual corn dog the whole time. I got corn dog bites and that was probably like my least favorite meal because it was just like pre-made from a truck. Like it wasn't even like hot and fresh. Um, so next time, like I'm in a, follow the advice and get the corn dog from magic kingdom that you guys said was actually like a good corn dog <laughs> i just wasn't ever hungry when we were you over were by it uh, but the food was really good and surprisingly good and you know i was expecting amusement park disney prices for food and beverage but having budgeted in advance and then been mindful of like how much we ate like we got snacks quite a bit we also brought snacks in to the park too so i remember the first day like i think i just had like a pretzel and one sushi roll it was like you know we didn't even oh, yeah. drink that well, actually i had one glass of wine at dinner that was it so yeah i think that's such an underrated thing is like people forget that you can bring snacks in. and i know that when i went to disney when i was younger my mom had like full-on sandwiches that she would bring into the park when we were ready for a snack or that's a meal so or something like that and I will say that those snacks, my little belt bag snacks, have saved me on more than one occasion when I have been in line and hit the limit of my hangryness. Like, nope, I'm now hangry. I yeah, need to so get like, something in my stomach. A quick tuna packet or like a protein bar or something like that proved to be so helpful in times what, of crisis. What um, You asked me, what, what are your top like rides? And attractions. Oh, my top rides. Uh, Expedition Everest is like the love of my it's life. So I love it fun. so, so much. Um, I loved the new Tron ride. I was always a big Tron fan of like the movies. So like getting to have it in a ride. I think the ride system is so unique the way that you're like in the actual vehicle. Like a, you feel like you're on a motorcycle. Yeah. Um, so, so those yeah. are two. I honestly, even though I am not a Star Wars fan, I think Rise of the Resistance is just so cool <laughs> i think yeah. that was the first really immersive i mean i had done the avatar rides and the pandora rides previously but like there's just something about rise of the resistance that just has like a special place in my heart i just think it's so fun i think it's they did such a good job and i think actually and i have not written it enough to know how accurate this is but like there are different ride uh I don't want to say courses, but that's not quite right. But like there's variations in the different cycles of the ride. So you won't necessarily ride the same thing twice. Like there are different things will change or like 
uh, Kylo Ren will come out at different parts, which I think is really cool and unique. So those are my top three. Um, I you love know. Slinky I Dog. I feel like you... I do love Slinky Dog. It's just so cute. It's, it's just so a cute, cute coaster. Um, I think that waiting in line for it for two hours is bananas. bananas. And if you want to do that, like, go off with your bad self. But that is not for me personally. Yeah. I thought the other Toy Story ride was really fun. <laughs> I remember Adam and I were like, dang it, we want to go again. We want to see if we can beat our score. Yeah. So that yeah, those are definitely, I think those are my top five. But like the only ride, I'll do any of them. I think they're all fun. I just, I like I said, I don't do Tower of Terror. That is not for the faint of heart, a.k.a. me. But like anything else, uh, my other favorite ride was closed when we went for refurbishment, which is Rock and Roller Coaster. Oh, yeah. The Actually, I just realized that I think... Hollywood Studios has the greatest concentration of rides. I love Rock and Roller Coaster, the Toy Story ride, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad is so cute. Yeah, um, cute. And then the Galaxy's Edge rides. I think they're just like really fun. And, and Tower of Terror is there too for the people and, who and do And Tower like of Terror for you one. brave people. <laughs> is there uh, anything that you wish we had done or like what you were expecting to have either good or bad? Like, anything you're expecting to happen at Disney that didn't happen while we were there? Outside of the rides, like, my top expectation was to meet Chip and Dale, and I met them <laughs> twice. So, twice. Um, to, well, met them twice and saw them from afar a third time. So, I don't think so. Um, I got some other cool stuff, some cool... Oh, yeah, we, got a, we went to share these with the viewers. I got some these cool actually, ears. We got some cool ears. That was like the number one. Uh, I guess that's the next thing. We can talk about souvenirs because I will say that souvenirs at Disney are so, so cool. fun. For a while yeah. when I was going with Nick and his family, the souvenirs were like, the Disney designers were mid. I'll just say it. And <laughs> if you're a Disney designer, I'm so sorry that you have to hear it from me. But I think you were probably also aware that you were boring. And now they have gotten so good. I like had to physically restrain myself from buying things. I was like, I will never wear this in my day-to-day normal person life. Like this is truly a Disney thing only. And I don't I'm come like, here often enough. I'm so into the lounge fly stuff now though. I've been getting like a ads for it. preview of like a little lounge fly. <laughs> I bought this goofy movie backpack that I'm obsessed with, and it might just be it's my so new purse, cute. honestly. And then Allie. They have a three tiered Star Wars Force Awakens backpack. And it's so cool. Like the inside, like the thoughtfulness of it, and like the quality is like so nice too. I know. I'm like a big fan of these Lounge Fly bags. We came away with ears. I got this really cute tumbler that's just black and studded. And it, I like it because it's so subtle that I can, I took this to my Pilates class today. Nobody was like, mm, she's a Disney adult. It was just like, I'm no. just drinking a really hardcore black tumbler. For me, was my, we got to hear the sounds. Our listeners got to hear it. That's just such a satisfying sound. It's so legit. I'll have and it to does post make some noise pictures you like- of you. <laughs> I'll have to post pictures. So when we were in Galaxy's Edge, uh, Nick and Allegra were able to do a lightsaber build. And if you're watching, you can see the saber. But I'll make sure you put some pictures up on the gram or on TikTok. But like 
it was so intense they literally got to put it together themselves it was a lot of fun and it was just so cool to see how excited the two of you were and i think going back to like our inner child healing letting that like little kid just have fun and like play like just being fully immersed in that world in galaxy's edge was so cool um making the lightsaber was the cherry on top and i got a blue saber a lot of people might be wondering i got a blue one it's because princess leia had a blue saber so um yeah and i actually like let's touch on that a little bit more what i was just talking about about having some inner child healing like did you expect and i know that was one of your ins for 2024 was doing a little bit more inner child work but like do you think that this was like took you in that direction like what lessons are you like taking back with you that you're gonna like have on a day-to-day basis based off of this because a lot of it was just like having like just being carefree and being able to just like immerse yourself in it and not be worried about what other people think about it or what other people are doing um being able to just like have that like childlike kind of lightness and happiness and I mean you saw you guys were cracking up like when I saw Chippendale and I was like oh my god like there they are I took a video the video when we first saw Chippendale for the first time I think you'd been in the park for maybe an hour and you saw them from a distance I wasn't expecting to see them this quickly (laughs) I was like I'm not prepared (laughs) but no um the fact that that was like how I started the trip and ended the trip too was like with was with them was pretty awesome. Um, no, but I just think it like goes back to that thought process of like we all grew up and some of us had to grow up like sooner than we expected. And a lot of us also like went through life not realizing like to today's the last day you're going to believe in Santa or today's the last day that you're going to watch something on VHS or like pieces of like your childhood, you know? Um, so being able to be there and like see characters and like ride the rides and do it all like without kids of my own, like was just super, super healing in that way. So. Yeah, and I think we also, speaking of like having or not having kids of your own, I think that we got very lucky with the timing of when we went because there weren't, truthfully, a lot of kids in the parks in generals. It was very adult the time we went, yeah. Yeah, the second week of January is the time to go if you're not trying to like have a kid family reunion because it was, like you were saying, like you could be excited and you could be like, wear these ridiculous ears on your head and nobody bats an eye because they're all kind no. of doing the same thing and it just gives you that permission to just be as like fun or silly, carefree, and... silly as you want to be take as many yeah. silly videos eat the pretzels shaped like mickey mouse's head like do whatever you want to had an experience with disney at some point whether it was star wars or marvel or the classics I mean, we were talking about, like, we started talking while we were at the park, like, what were your favorite Disney movies? And bringing up ones that I hadn't even thought of in forever, like Oliver and Company or the Aristocats. And, you know, it's just like now I want to go down a whole, like, wormhole of, like, rewatching those, too. So. Yeah, I love that. 
Um, going back to the parks and our experience there, we, I know that you like probably don't have a ton to compare it to, but like, what about the hotel and like lodging and how did you find that as opposed to like what you had been expecting? Great. I feel like I wasn't expecting it to be as far as it was, but I also don't think I realized just like how big Disney World is like with the parks, like even the parks amongst themselves, like some of them you can get to them with like the monorail or skyliner others you like have to take a bus to um no but the the hotel was really cool um with how like immersive it felt like with animal kingdom and like how it was decorated and the uh, the cast members that all worked there um so that was really cool to see. I almost wish like I, we could have had more time to like walk around the hotel and the hotel property. Like there was restaurants at the hotel and, and things to do around the hotel that we just were like, no, nah, for hotels, like for sleeping. And yeah, I feel like that's one thing whenever I've, whenever I've gone in the past, like the hotel has truly been for sleeping and eating. And like, that is it. And I want to just I was asking Nick because, I mean, again, he is he is the Disney person in our relationship. I was like, do people ever go and just, like, hang out at the hotel all day? He's like, I mean, no. Like, nobody would go and not buy a park ticket. Like, you're going to the parks. I'm like, I think it'd be so but fun to just, like, so, hotel hop. Because, because um, I mean, this was just from looking at Reddit. There's some people who go to Disney for, like, a week to two weeks. And in between going to the parks... They're also like, okay, we're going to have a day. And usually they have kids. So they're like, we're going to go to the pool at the hotel. Or, And I think if you're going in the summer, that's more appealing that the, the hotels that have pools to do that when it's so hot. For us, it was not. But there was a hot tub that we never saw, even though I was like, man, at the end of walking, like, I would have totally loved to soak in the hot tub. <laughs> yeah, for sure um but yeah I feel like those are all like I feel like I had so many questions for you because you and I like haven't chatted one-on-one since we got back uh but yeah I'm just so glad that you had such a good time I think that we got some really cool souvenirs some amazing memories and I just like I put on social like if you're looking for an excuse to book a trip with your best friend like let this be it let like it doesn't have to be Disney World it just has to be somewhere where you're like you're going and you're having fun and you are just all in I think a lot of times our society makes it seem like you could only do big trips for engagements or like a baby moon or something like that. And like, you don't really need an excuse to get together with your friends and hang out and have a good time. No, it was so much fun. I feel like the other thing I was going to share is we talked about this a little bit, like shoes for oh yeah walking, so key. So yeah, I was actually going to segue into like what our tips are. Yeah. If you were planning a Disney vacation, what do you like need to remember? What like do's and don'ts? Shoes. Good shoes. Pairs, which also came in handy when the first day it rained and it got, our feet got pretty wet. Having another pair to wear the next day, I feel like poor Nick like had to deal with that, that his shoes were not like fully dry and like, oh, okay, well. Yeah, sucks to suck. But yeah, I mean, like we said, we've, we walked, if we walked less than 20,000 steps, I would be surprised on a single day. And I, we did get almost to 30,000 on one day. So like, you definitely want to don't, I mean, Allie, you did this and it worked really well for you, but like, maybe don't bring brand new shoes yeah. on a trip that you haven't broken in or that you're unfamiliar with the brand 
and you know that they're going to be hard to break in because you are just walking so much. No, no. Like, I would highly recommend, like, no sandals, no fashion shoes. Like, no fashion shoes. We saw that one woman in, like, three-inch heels. And I was like, I don't know how she walked down to the buses, even. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, no. What are your, as somebody who's brand new, what are your top three tips? Do's or don'ts, whatever. Besides the shoes? Besides the shoes. Besides the shoes. Um, I would say, like, leave room in your suitcase. Like, don't come fully packed because we did get in a bit of a situation where we ended up having to check bags when we were coming back because we came back with more stuff. Like, I had an additional backpack and a bag with my lightsaber in it. So Adam and I had to check bags so that we could bring those two bags on as carry-ons. Um, so leave room in your suitcase for stuff to go into or be prepared to check a bag. Luckily, if you're flying Southwest, like it's free to check a bag. Um, bring snacks. I mean, not even snacks to like take into the park, but it was like so nice to have snacks at the end of the day in our room. Just we brought some stuff from Trader Joe's and I brought tuna packets for waiting in line. So uh, that was really that really came in handy. And then the third one, let me think on the third one while you share. Well, my first one was going to be bring snacks. Snacks are the most important thing in my life, honestly, whether or not I'm at a park. Um, But having just some sort of options for food in the moment and not having to get out of line for something. Like I said, I tend to get very hangry very quickly. It is not, it's a pretty thin line for me and for the safety of everybody around me, it's best if I have snacks. Um, (laughs) That's thing number one for me. Thing number two is use your phone as your ticket, if at all possible. Mm -hmm. Um, You can buy things called magic bands or magic band pluses, but it adds an extra 60 to $70 to your trip. And like, if you're already going to Disney and buying park tickets, like an extra 70 is not the end of the world, but that's $70 yeah. you could spend on a souvenir that you would actually use. Um, it's super easy to add your park ticket to your Google wallet or your Apple wallet. So definitely take advantage of that technology um, would be my second thing. And then, oh man, my third thing would be similar to snacks. Okay, wait, no, I have two. I have part one and part two. <laughs> Bring fucking water. Like, oh my God, we the water. did not have, we, I don't know what's wrong. I don't, I'm speechless at us right now <laughs> at how little water we drank over the Monday through Friday that we were there. I know. And then I forgot I had brought a water bottle with me. We found yeah. it on the, on the last day and we're like, why didn't we take it? I have been using this us? the entire time. Like, you were going, you're walking a ton. You're eating foods that like might be a little bit saltier than usual or like whatever. Like you're going to want water. Yeah. Like you're just going to be active. So like, please, please bring water. Don't do what we did. And like a case uh, of water for the room. Like yes. we, we missed the mark on just buying a case of water to put in the mini fridge in the room. Yeah. So that was a so miss we on our part. Learn from, <laughs> learn from our mistake. Um, and then my final tip number three, part B is... Eat as much good food as you can because, again, this is not like a normal theme park where you're like eating dry ass chicken fingers. Like the food is honestly really good, really interesting. 
don't just eat like a candied apple or an ice cream bar when there's just like way cooler things that yeah. you could be experiencing that you'll never see anywhere else. So that yeah. would be my next tip is just like make sure you're trying new things. Step outside your comfort zone when it comes to food. And not even worry about like what, how much you're eating because of like you're walking, you're walking all of that off. Like, yeah, truly you need food to keep your energy up. Those are good tips. I feel like those are kind of all the ones, all of the things that I was thinking of. I think the, the the phone one is really a good one. And also like just the app is so handy, like the map and seeing wait times. It really, you can like make an informed decision on if you should get the Genie Plus service or not. I mean, we didn't use it for the first two days because the wait lines were the wait times at Magic Kingdom and Epcot were never like more than like 45, 50 minutes for a ride. So yeah. we got pretty lucky that we didn't have to do that. But then 100% it was worth the spend on the last day. So yeah, no, that's a really good point. I didn't even I forget about the app all the time. And like, it's super intuitive and easy to use. You had never seen it before we got to the park and you were like, the pro this at it by so the end cool. like we were just relying on you and your app knowledge by the end of the trip such good times yeah and i feel like we talked about this a little bit on our way uh at the airport when we were flying back but like you are already trying to plan out your next trip <laughs> to a disney yeah. park right yeah so adam and i are going to be in california in at the end of april beginning of may for a trip we're going to San Diego with Adam's family but prior to that I'm going to be in Napa for work so we've made a plan that he's going to come with he's going to come to Napa we're going to do like a day maybe two days in Napa and then drive a rental car down to Southern California so it's like an eight-hour drive and we're going to like split it up over I think two days um but when we were looking at him like after Disney World I was like do you want to should we stop at Disneyland? <laughs> and Adam's like, okay. <laughs> so, so I now love that you guys are so into it already. And like, you guys are more into <laughs> it all of your one trip than I am. And I, I honestly, I love that. Looking at like the rides that are there. I'm like, oh, they have all these that are different. And like, they have these that are, that are the same. Like, so we started looking at that and kind of planning out the cost. We're like, okay, we're going one day. So it makes sense to do Genie Plus for that day and get there right when it opens. And we'll Allegra's see. Allegra's about to be a Disney out. influencer. Watch out, world. <laughs> I mean, and shopping for the outfits was so fun. But you just have to, like, remind yourself, like, don't buy something unless you actually are going to wear it again. That, I think, is, like, the biggest thing. Like, I saw yeah. a lot of cute things. I'm seeing a lot of cute lounge fly stuff, like the bags and stuff. And I'm like, will I wear this again? Would when you will ever, I wear ever this? wear it? Yeah. Yeah. Because so, um, it can get out of control real quickly. Yeah. So. No, uh, let me just show for the people who are watching. Let me show you how out of control it can sometimes get. Why do I need four <laughs> pairs of ears? I don't. I don't need them. But you know what? I have them and I love it. You know, I'm like, I just have one for now. For now. For now. <laughs> I feel like, give give you a year or two. Let's see how many ears you come no. up with. Right. And then, well, wait, hold on. Do we need to tell the listeners about how our trip <laughs> Oh, my God. We were having the most amazing trip that's ever 
bit. We were like not, and you know how sometimes you go on a trip with your friend and you like get sick of them by the end of it. Like we were so not sick of each other. We yeah. Hung out for the next three days and been so happy. And then we were on hanging the out at the back, airport. And yeah, we were, were hanging out at the airport. We even saved them seats on the Southwest flight because Nick and I were higher up in the boarding group. We like saved them seats. And I'll let you start out the story. And you know what? I just, <sighs> I'm going to preface this by saying I said in two weeks ago's episode that Southwest Airlines was an out for me. And you know what? They did a good job in this case, but I stand by that statement. I stand by it. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say, I think this could have happened on any airline. Oh, 100% could have. It was definitely a situation that I've never experienced, even just not only to happen to me, but just to be in the presence of it. But so we boarded our flight and there was a gentleman that was sitting behind me. And I think it's actually very kind of me to say a gentleman. Yeah, I would not have said gentleman. He was a man. And the first red flag that we noticed about this guy was we were pulling away from the gate. We were kind of like taxiing on the runway. We were about to like take off to go back to Austin. And this guy gets up out of his seat and starts like barreling down the aisle to the bathroom. And the flight attendants are like, sir, like you need to sit back down. We're about to take off. And he's like, I gotta go to the bathroom and just like went in the bathroom with like no disregard to what the flight attendants were saying. And we then had to sit on the runway and wait for him to get out of the bathroom. And they like knocked on the bathroom. They're like, sir, like we're waiting on you. We need to go. We're all waiting for you. And so he finally came out and like sat back down. And apparently he was also on his phone. Like when we were trying to take off too, I don't really remember that. I think I like put my headphones in pretty quickly and was just like tuned out. But Adam mentioned that. Well, we're about halfway through our flight when I start like feeling like kicking behind my seat, like the kind of kicking that like a like a kid does, you know, like it starts out like kind of innocently enough, but then it gets like more aggressive. And so I'm just in my chair and I feel it. It's like jostling me. And I kind of like, I'm trying to like imitate, like I kind of like <laughs> went like that, went like that back on the chair and I got like a big thrust that thrust me forward and I like turned around and like made eye contact. It's like a full blown adult. He's an adult man. An adult man. And I'm like, um, can you please stop kicking my chair? And he is making eye contact with me and pushes my chair again, like while staring at me I go flying forward. And I like looked at him and I was like, did you just see that? And he was like, yeah. And then he started making these like, and I was like, anyways, I was like, kind of like, what the fuck? Shaken. Shaken. But I was just like, okay, we have like an hour left of our flight. I'm just like, I finished my book. I was going to start a movie on my phone. I was like, okay, whatever. Just ignore this guy. Well, then he starts making these like belligerent noises. Like, oh, I don't even know how to but like, imitate honestly, it. That's what it sounded like. Because that's I know. the point where I like, I started hearing this and I was like, is somebody like is there an autistic adult or like a developmentally delayed adult who's like having a meltdown right like that's literally what it sounded like so i look over and like you and i make eye contact and we're like because i'm like and i i couldn't tell you like this man just was like pushing my seat and like aggressively even though we're on southwest and you can text for free 
not from androids to iphones so we were no. literally in the dark here i, I had no idea what was happening i wish i could have sent you like a carrier pigeon or something <laughs> um but then this guy starts like he puts his hands like over the seat and starts like touching my head and adam's head and adam is just not as nice as i am and he starts telling the guy hey man like cut it out and he starts doing it more and then he starts cursing at us like adam then like stands up out of his seat and turns around he's like man you need to stop messing with us and he kept like he then started like cursing at us he was calling adam a bitch he was saying he was gonna put us in the hospital he was saying he was gonna beat our asses like just and then as soon as he started cursing, and as soon as he started cursing and Adam started raising his voice at him, I like hit the little flight attendant call button, trying to calm Adam down, trying to get Adam to just like sit down. I'm like, do not let my boyfriend throw a punch at this man. Like, no, no, this is not good. So the flight attendant moved us and luckily there were seats in like the front. So we just like, I grabbed my under, under seat stuff and we moved to the front yeah and from and so there like, so from there i'm sitting across from where you guys were so like an aisle ahead and across from this not so gentleman and the flight attendants come by and like luckily there was like a big burly flight attendant his name was maverick yes. and like honestly round of applause for my hero maverick um and he like starts talking to the guy trying like to talk him down gives him a bottle of water the guy is like jabbering at him, but like not doing anything awful yet. <clears throat> so Maverick leaves the water with the guy. This dude takes the water, is like jostling it around his table, like his little desk stand table, and takes the water eventually and like throws it down the aisle. Maverick comes back and is like, no siree, Bob, we are not doing this. Makes Maverick, makes the dude sit in the window seat because originally he was in the aisle and maverick takes the i mean he's, they're moving people around at this point yeah. because other people aren't wanting to sit by him like I think one thing you said didn't he say didn't he ask for a shot instead of the water yeah he'd ask for a shot instead of, he's like give me a shot and i'll be fine and the dude's like here's your water like you're not getting a <laughs> shot of alcohol and unbeknownst to me before this had happened like right when your stuff started happening um, the guy who was sitting next to me had gone to talk to the flight attendants like, hey, you're over serving this dude. There's vodka bottles all over the floor. The flight attendants like, we haven't served any alcohol. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. So he had brought his own alcohol onto the flight. Yeah, which so, that's a big no-no. Big no-no. Flying. So we're back at present moment, which is like Maverick is sitting next to belligerent man. man. Yeah. Belligerent man keeps like jabbering away at Maverick. Is like my brother's in jail. Like this is happening. This is happening. And Maverick's just like, okay, I'm sorry, but like we're (laughs) you're about to go to jail. And you can tell that like I like can't really hear over the engines, but like he is saying something at Maverick that is like infuriating him. You can see it in like his whole like Maverick's whole demeanor is changing. Um, and then at a certain point. This dude gets up. Maverick also gets up to like try and block his way. And the guy like shoves the flight attendant. He's like starting to get physical. And like, again, I am across the aisle from this happening. I am like seeing it. 
Yeah. And this guy comes running up from the back of the plane, tackles drunk dude, and like puts him in a headlock, essentially. They have to get uh zip like, ties. handcuffs, like zip ties, and they zip yeah. tie handcuff this guy. He is struggling. He is fighting. There is drama happening. You're hearing like gurgling because his like collar is up so tight around his neck. Turned out the other guy was a military police officer who had volunteered his uh, assistance to the flight attendants in case things had gone south. And like, thank goodness that he did because this guy is literally trying to like cause a scene and attack. He's like assaulted a flight attendant. And like, I feel very grateful that Maverick was a big guy because the rest of our flight attendants weren't large. No, it would have been a different story. I like I mean, the we would have to have like a citizen's arrest. I don't know. The what first flight attendant that came when I hit the call button was a small female, the only female flight attendant, and she was the one that I was talking to. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable. I'm scared. I'm shaking. I don't want to sit over here by him anymore. So yeah, it was truly. And then like at the end when we landed, and like this is all happening when we're like over Houston. I was so concerned that they were going to make us <sighs> like emergency stop. I know. Yeah. We make it to Austin. The police have to come and like escort this guy off the plane. It was, I've never seen something so wild. Like I'm surprised that like, I didn't want to be this person, but like, I'm surprised people weren't filming. I think towards the end when people were like trying to get him off, like people started filming. There were so many people filming actually. Like when they were, when they were zip tying him, I saw like a bunch of people between where I was sitting in the first row and where we were in the eighth row. You guys were still in the eighth row. There was a bunch of like phones. Oh, I couldn't even. Maybe it's just like the angle that I was sitting at. I didn't see a thing, yeah. and I was like, "It was honestly one like and again." There's Southwest handled it so so well. Like, there's nothing they could have done better. There's nothing they could have done differently. Like, the situation was so well handled. Yeah, but like, I think it's still just like an out for me. I think it's just an out. I'm out. Yeah, I don't know. It was um, just a very bizarre up on time, experience. Super fast. But Allie, I want to know what your song of the week is before we head off. Is the new Lil Nas X song mm. that just came out that this makes past sense. week? It's called J Christ. It is. I think I've only listened to it like banger. twice, but I need to. I need to add that into the rotation. Yeah, it's a good one. What about yours? Uh, my song of the week. I actually like laughed to myself at it because it's absurd. But uh, "Think of Us" by the Chainsmokers? Question <laughs> mark. Like, I don't know what year this is, but the Chainsmokers and Gracie have this new song that came out earlier this year, or maybe like late, late last year. And it's so catchy. It is seared into my skull and say what you will of the Chainsmokers, but they write a catchy tune, even if they're not good, they're still catchy. They're very boppy. that's my song of the week. Very boppy and good for an everyday bubbly bops. Yeah. So... What a wild, we went from Disney to inner child healing to zip tying grown men on a plane. What, to the chain smokers. To the chain smokers. What a, oh what a whirlwind we have gone on it in this episode. To, and then to being, you know, sick after all of this chain of events happened. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think you're hanging out with that many little kids. You're going to catch something. And I think that's, yeah. what, we also use so much hand sanitizer. I was giving but, hand but I'm sanitizer like, every ride. I know, but I'm like, maybe we should have used more. We should have used more. We should I think have used that would the be my tip jar. too, is that every single person should have had their own hand sanitizer. Every Sandy ride, Duff. before and after every ride, Sandy. 
Sandy, Sandy, Sandy. Sandy. You're just touching everything that everyone else Ugh. is touching. Yuck. Well, you guys, thank us again on that note for joining us for another episode of Everyday Bubbly with Taylor and Allegra. Allegra and Taylor got the duo here. Um, as always, please like, subscribe, share with a friend. We love getting to do what we're doing. And I think it's so fun that we like get to share our friendship with all of y'all. And we just want to reach more of you. So if there's anything you want to hear about ever, like we said last week, we want to have way more guests on. So if there's any topics you want to touch on or anything like that, just let us know. Such a good trip. And now I'm off to go sleep some more. Yeah, I feel like this took it out of you. I think it's time for you to relax. <laughs> this is the most I've done all week. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? No regrets. We'll do it no. all again. I know. 100%. All right. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Bye, Love y'all.